0: Michelle Long, time for Daily Market Wrap this Tuesday, December 5, 2023. Asian markets joined Wall Street Pierce lower on Tuesday amid worries. Aggressive bets for the Federal Reserve rate cuts have been overdone and risk assets like stocks are overbought. Investors also digested a mixed bag of economic data, from Tokyo's easing CPI inflation to 2.6% from 33 to Australia's net exports cutting from GDP to weaker PMIs in Japan and stronger PMIs in Singapore and Hong Kong. As for Philippine shares, sentiment got a boost, from November inflation easing further to 4.1%, the low end of analysts' forecast range. UANP senior economist Vic Abola says he didn't expect food prices to slow down that much. His forecast was close at 4.3 percent.
1: There may be a slight uh, you know, uptake. We may not uptake in the sense that you know, it would go as fast as we saw it in uh, November, uh, October, November. But uh, since you're really looking at the high base from December to February of last year, then uh, actually, my my forecast for the first quarter is that it's going to go below three mm-hmm. percent. Uh, that's that's because of the base effect. But I have to I have to see the seasonal ad- adjusted figures uh, that should help me, you know, get a better assessment of the, the trends. Mm-hmm. But uh, it certainly, is uh, you know, much better than expected.
0: For the day, the PSE index managed to climb by four-tenths of 1% to close back above 6,300 on slightly improved volume of 4 billion pesos.
2: The PSE is not the economy and vice versa. So I think it's an inflection point for the economy as a whole. Um, With lower inflation, the BSP has more flexibility to lower rates ahead of the U.S. Uh, without worrying about the impact of a depreciation. Mm -hmm. So that should be signative. So in that regard, um, uh, it's an infection point for the economy overall. However, it's not necessarily an infection point for the PSE. It's just that there's a lot of money on the sidelines that doesn't seem to be rushing in. Um, You know, time deposits are, are high, you know, you can get Maybe five, five and a half uh, with with treasury bills. Uh, people have been putting their money in real estate, so you can see that volumes are quite anemic. I mean, from maybe seven billion a day, we're down to one. So it'll take some time before you know the old vitality returns to the PSE.
3: The key really is not not on the BSP, but more more on the U.S. Federal, federal more on the Federal Reserve. Um, uh, a month ago, the markets are pricing in um, only, only uh, 3 to 4, uh, three to four uh, cuts of 25 basis points each to bring down their interest rates from 5.5. its current level of 5.5% to say 4.75%. Uh, but as of now, the markets are already pricing in uh, uh, cuts of, amounting to six uh, six times that they would Cut by 25 basis points each, so that's uh, a total of 1.1.5 1. Uh, percent to bring down interest rates from 5.5 percent to 4.4 percent. In fact, uh, the BSP shouldn't 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 be dovish uh, and and move ahead of the U.S. because the interest rate differential between between the U.S. and the Philippines stands at only 100 basis points. Interest rates in the Philippines is. Is at 6.5 percent. Uh, the U.S. is at the U.S. is at 5.5 percent. Obviously, given, given the uh, the risk factors of an emerging market like us, uh, investors would demand a higher a higher risk premium uh, of at least one percent.
0: In corporate stories, PLDT Chairman Manny Pangilinan going back to the helm of PLDT just a little over two years after stepping down as President and CEO as current in command Al Panlilio retires effective end of the year. The reason for Panlilio's retirement? Health. Panilio steered the PLDT group during the challenging times of COVID-19, helped the company stay profitable and gain leadership. He will remain on the board of PLDT, Smart and MediaQuest Holdings, and as chairman of Maya Bank, among others. The board says Pangilina's appointment is until such a time as a new president and CEO is found. Meanwhile, ASEN is partnering with the Rockefeller Foundation's Coal-to-Clean Credit Initiative and the Monetary Authority of Singapore to develop the world's first transition credit or coal-to-clean pilot project that would leverage carbon finance to phase out a coal-fired power plant and replace it with renewable energy. Transition Credits will enable ASEN to increase its ambition of further accelerating the transition of its South Luzon thermal energy coal plant to clean technology as early as 2030. Speaking of ASEN, its Executive Committee has also approved the proposed second partnership with Bright Night APAC for the establishment of a Philippine renewable energy platform to develop and operate RE projects in the country. This, on top of the FIRST partnership, which is deploying $250 million in equity to develop and operate a 1.2 gigawatt renewable power portfolio in India. Bright Knight has developed a portfolio of 2.7 gigawatts of capacity in Asia-Pacific, across the Philippines, India, Australia, and Bangladesh, 1 gigawatts of which being under development in the Philippines. Still on the energy transition, the Yuchenko led Petro Energy Resources, 2.5 billion pesos, 13.2 megawatt Nabas 2 wind project in Aklan was granted fiscal incentives by the Board of Investments. PWEI is a joint venture between Yuchenko Group of Companies Petro Energy Resources, Petrogreen Energy Corporation, and Thai owned BCPG Wind Cooperative UA. And finally, Annex Philippines says its subsidiary, the Palawan 55 exploration and production firm, got the green light from the Energy Department to extend the deadline to drill a well under Service Contract 55 by 18 more months. The service contract was placed under force majeure from December 2022 until such time that a clearance to proceed with exploration activities in the West Philippine Sea has been issued by the national government.